recorded. Don't miss a minute of the Sean Hannity Show. I know that there is a segment of, of society that would love a perpetual shutdown, and I guess we can live in a bubble, but who's going to build the bubble if everybody shuts down? Weekday afternoon, starting at 2 on Super Talk 1270. It's time for Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Good morning. I'm Steve Bakken. This is Talk of the Town on a thoughtful Thursday. I'm trying to remember what day it is, but it's Giving Hearts Day. That, it is. That's the day it is. Uh, we've got Deidre Hillman with us, uh, joining us from uh, um, 13thHat.com. And kind of a new thing this year, we are... You're kind of having a ground zero for giving hearts day in, in the Bismarck Mandan area. I mean, you're in the space right now. It's pretty bare bones, but by five o'clock, it is going to be full of the charities, full of business owners that are supporting giving hearts day and some really great energy in this room. But yeah, it's bare bones right now. Well, so we're in, uh, uh, what is it, 402 East Main. So it's uh, where the old Amish furniture used to be uh, in that building, just down the street from the Boiling Stone, across from the depot. That gives you an idea where we're at. Um, but give me a little thought process in, in having a ground zero for Giving Hearts Day because uh, this first time this has been done, and, and what a great opportunity to get all of the different nonprofits together and kind of a central hub where people can go or and, and businesses can stop in and drop off checks and um, a great opportunity for some camaraderie and, and, and celebrating all of the nonprofits do, do an amazing amount of work within the community. Yeah, I am so thrilled that Dakota Medical Foundation said yes to this crazy idea. Um, they are the ones that are supporting this as Giving Hearts Day started with Dakota Medical Foundation. Uh, regionally, there's over 600 charities participating, Bismarck Mandan area, over 70. And so they are all invited to come use this space today. And that, and that I will say, was part of my idea is um, I didn't want to go to a traditional venue and have it be predictable. I like creating events that um, people go, oh, wow, they, I want that wow factor. And so the goal of converting this particular space is that by 5 o'clock today, people are walking in saying, oh, wow, <laughs> how <laughs> well, did they pull this off? Like you said, it, it's just bare walls and this is, you know, future offices or business space and, and it's... You know, they'll build it out. It's build a suit. Um, so, because they're working over on the other side, yes. they split the space. JLG is next door. Yeah. Yep. So now you're looking at, uh, you know, an opportunity to, to get into a storefront that's yes. got great visibility. Uh, everybody knows where it's at. And come on down. Yes. And, and so tell us a little bit. Uh, today, this is going to get transformed. It won't look like this later this afternoon. Uh, Rick Ryder from our sister station is going to be over yes. here this afternoon uh, uh, from uh, U.S. country. Um, give us a little rundown of the event tonight right. because that it, it's kind of a... We're here early, yep. so uh, I did get in the donut. So Ransom back in the studio. Randy, I'll bring you a donut. Uh, Perfect. And, you know, yes. So, uh, we'll pay him for running the board this morning. Um, but what's this afternoon look like? Okay. Things kick off about 5 o'clock? Yes. So the, event, the, the space is open for those charities all day long, as I mentioned. They're going to be receiving checks, popping them for interviews throughout the day. Um, we've got a photo booth set up, and we have a professional photographer on staff for them to take photos of them receiving checks. Then at 5 o'clock, we transform it into more of an open house style of what it has been all day into a completely uh, a celebration. We're going to raise a glass, whether it's a glass of water 
fruity um, or bubbly. Uh, we'll have a cash bar here. We've got some snacks set up, and we're inviting all the charities to come down and be celebrated or recharge a little bit. We've got some surprise donations coming in that'll be presented to charities throughout the day, uh, throughout that event time. But that goes from five to seven today. Um, and we've got, uh, actually, in the, the Fargo Giving Hearts team day is doing a live TV show that starts at 6.30. So at 6.30, we're going to tap in live and say hello to our friends out in Fargo doing a, a, a TV show. Perfect. It sounds like a lot of fun. Um, you, know, you mentioned the with Giving Hearts Day, there's a lot of different businesses that uh, put together a, a check. They give back to the community. And, you know, in the past, it's been, hey, show up to the charity and and donate how cool is it having a central space here where it's like hey come on down do it here we're going to celebrate that business and i know a lot of them don't want that celebration that's not why they're doing it it's giving back to the community but it is an opportunity to celebrate that the work a lot of our businesses and the business community and different organizations in the bismarck mandan area you know they give and this community gives like no other. So to, yeah. having an opportunity to celebrate that, I think that's important. Well, I, I shared the statistic yesterday. I was on One Million Cup stage. As of 10 a.m. yesterday morning, early giving, which is open. People could have been giving for a couple of weeks leading up to today. Today is, of course, the midnight to midnight campaign, but early giving was at 1.58, I believe, million dollars, up 22%. So to your point, we have, we do live in one of the most generous uh, communities in the entire country and region. And the businesses do want to know how, when the business makes a decision to give to a charitable organization, it's nice for them to see the smiles on the face of the recipients of the checks because we don't get to see the services often right. that are provided. And then I just, you know, even yesterday I got a message from, uh, you know, a lot of these nonprofits, they have very tight staffing. Sometimes it's a one or three person show. One of them wrote me last night and said, I just had a brilliant idea. Can I just come to your pop-up event and hang out and tell my donors to come there instead of running to these 10 different businesses? And I said, absolutely. Absolutely. We have coffee and donuts. (laughs) You know, an opportunity to celebrate that nonprofit and those that support the various nonprofits within the community. That's what this is about. So uh, first time we're doing this and yeah. hopefully won't be the last. This is yeah. what a great opportunity to give back to the community uh, through all the businesses and celebrate those businesses. Yes. They, they should be celebrated. Yep. Uh, you, you and I were talking before we started a little bit, uh, you know, because I'm looking outside because we've got all these windows and I'm looking at the depot across the street um, and it's snowing now. Yeah. Uh, My back so, is turned. I'm, I'm not well, going to look. But, but like you said, you know, that one or two yes. person office you know, having to run around now, okay, the weather's a little bit, uh, maybe a little inclement, a little slippery later. So having that one-stop shop to be able to do all of it in one place, great opportunity, great idea. Um, you know, we were talking a little bit too <laughs> last night about walking the dogs. I'm like, oh, happy Halloween. <laughs> I know, I know. This it has been like, very uh, confusing. I, I the, 31st. <laughs> yeah, the weather's been very confusing. So a uh, little bit of weather out there right now. Uh, we're talking with Deidre Hildren and uh, with uh, 13th Hat. Uh, you know, this and many other events, because you do event planning yep. and, uh, you know, a lot of the events you focus on are events that do help celebrate giving back to the community and a lot of nonprofit events. Um, you really focus a lot in that space. Yeah. Because, I mean, that's your way to give back as well. 
Yeah, uh, so the 13th Hat was built to be a corporate event planner, and we tend to work with a lot of charitable organizations. Again, it comes back to their their small staff, a lean staff, but yet they need to hold fundraisers to keep their services going or to provide new programming or new outreach, and so they do that through holding events. And so, yes, last year, um, I think I planned about 20 events a mix of some for-profit and non-profit events. Yep. If somebody wants to get a hold of you, how do they do that? Besides stopping by here today. Right. I'd love to have them pop in if they can, if you can make the time. But, you know, you can find all my information on social media, the 13thhat.com website. Um, they can also call me, 701-400-2598. And I'd love to visit with them about planning an event for them. Deidre Hillman, uh, things kick off at 5 o'clock. How late they go tonight? 5 to 7. 5 to 7. Make sure you stop on by 402 East Main in Bismarck, uh, right across from the depot, all part of Giving Hearts Day taking place to, uh, today. We're going to talk to some of those nonprofits when we come back. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town, brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line, it moves fast. Benchmark Mortgage. Call Joe Sheehan, your mortgage planner, at 701-400-3926. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, and Silver Ranch. Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken broadcasting from uh, a little event for Giving Hearts Day taking place at 402 East Main in Bismarck, right across from the depot. Uh, kind of ground zero today for uh, a lot of the giving. A lot of nonprofits can stop in here today. A lot of businesses and organizations that are going to have an opportunity to stop by. You can drop off your checks here. Things really get going at 5 o'clock uh, this evening as a lot of events and a lot of opportunity to celebrate what Giving Hearts Day is all about. That will be taking place from 5 to 7. So uh, whether you're a business, whether you're donating, uh, you want to just pop in, see what's going on, a great opportunity to see what a lot of the nonprofits that that participate in the community and how the community really gives back because it's amazing how giving uh, the community is. Joining us right now from the Cystic Fibrosis Association of North Dakota, uh, Pam Thompson, and you brought a friend, which we'll talk to in just a second, but Pam, of course, uh, you, were ta- you and I were talking during the break uh, a little bit about uh, Turkey Trot, uh, which is your big fundraiser. Yes. Um, you know, kind of the two big things are Turkey Trot and Giving Hearts Day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, both of those events really help give us a shot in the arm, sort of, so to speak. Um, it's, a, it's a way for us to um, show what we do and who we help and raise some really good money. So let's backtrack a little bit because uh, we haven't talked since Turkey Trot, and uh, you had phenomenal numbers this year. We it did. just continues to grow and grow every year. I mean, Thanksgiving tradition in right. the Bismarck Mandan area. So, a um, little recap. Um, it was a great event. We had about 1,900 runners. So, still a little shy of my 2,000. I want 2,000 okay, next so year, bad. No we'll get <laughs> so, it next year. We'll get it next year. Um, we'll get there. Um, but it was so great to see everyone coming out. 
uh, enjoying their family time, enjoying time with their neighbors, and running for a great cause. Well, it's amazing how many people pop the turkey in and then, all right, let's go do the turkey yeah. trot and then come back and food's ready. It yeah. works out really well. But you got to remember, though, slow and steady wins the race. We're going to get to that 2,000. Right. That's, yes. why I, that's why I enjoy the walk. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Giving Hearts Day. Um, you know, give a little background of where the money you raise goes in North Dakota to help out a lot of people. So the money that we raise stays right here in North Dakota, and it directly helps people living with CF. So Local, we, local, local. Yes. And so we literally help people pay for their medications that are absolutely life-changing um, and are really extending uh, life expectancies and just quality of life is so much better. Uh, Mandy, um, joining us here, and you're on the board. You're also, you also have cystic fibrosis. I do, yes. Um, I am 42 years old with I cystic fibrosis. Um, thank you. And when I was born, I was diagnosed with CF actually at six months old. And the doctor told my parents that it would probably be a miracle if I graduated high school. So um, the fact that I'm 42 really does testify to the fact that the the medical research has come so far. But really having the Paying Cystic off. Fibrosis Association helps so much because the medicine is very expensive. Well, and that helps drive the research and helps drive it the medications and, and brings awareness mm-hmm. uh, to CF. And honestly, 50 years ago, it was a death sentence. It, it really was. And I two years ago, it was, according to your doctor, a death it sentence. It was. And I've had a lot of friends that have passed away that didn't get the luxury of living into their 30s or 40s. And so it really is a very real thing to still even be concerned about having a good quality of life. And I'm so thankful for the CFA because not every state has an organization like this helping the patients directly with their medical bills that aren't covered by insurance. So so you've seen both sides of this because you're yes. a board member, so you're helping out, plus yep. you're a patient. Mm-hmm. Um, give us a little insight. Uh, so typically, what are the costs? What's I mean, there's a lot of burden with the equipment and the medication. There That's is. That's the other side of it. That equipment's not cheap either just no. to try to maintain a quality of life. Yep. Um, so... Years ago, I remember the very first time that I was in charge of paying for some of my own medicine after I had, you know, grown up and left my parents' house. And one medication at that point was $2,000. And I was shocked. And that was about 25 years ago. Now, one medication is 300000 a year. Wow. And that's the medication that has has really brought the most quality of life and is very close to a cure. So it's it's very necessary. But having the CFA helping pay the difference of what's not covered um, for whatever reason really helps have a quality of life as an adult. And I'm sure even for the parents of CF kids, because you don't have to worry about how you're going to pay for this medicine. Well, And there's two sides of that, too, because, yes, the goal is to find a cure. Yep. But the other side is, can it be managed until you, know, you live a normal lifestyle? Absolutely. That, that's yep. the other side of that. And we're getting close to that. Mm-hmm. We are. Um, research has actually come out that I believe, is it like six years old? 
um, six-year-old patients can now take this life-changing medication. And up until a few years ago, I think you had to be 12 or older. So, so yeah, the, the research is there that they are able to get the medication to kids sooner so that they don't have to go through a childhood full of hospital stays all the time and damaging their lungs from infections. So now fast forward to the board member side, mm-hmm. uh, you know, an opportunity for you to give back uh, yeah. of a program and an organization that has meant so much to you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a fairly new board member. I'm only a few months into this. Um, so I'm still kind of learning the ropes, but it, it really is a way to give back. I remember my, um, my dad being on the board when I was a kid. And back then we lived in Carrington. And so we'd come to Bismarck for doctor appointments. And I remember my, my dad being there. And so it's, it's something that I feel like the time is right. I feel like I, I have lived enough life experience now to be able to give some feedback. I'm also a business owner myself. And so I can bring that angle into, um, just understanding how to help people more, how to um, maybe bring about some new fundraisers. Who knows? So. And you ran the turkey trot this year, so... I did, yeah. How many times have you run the turkey trot? That was my first time at the turkey trot um, for two reasons. Every other year we travel out of state um, to see family for Thanksgiving and also it's always been so cold. And so I, you know, when you grow up with cystic fibrosis, you have this, this, um, belief that you can't go outside in the winter that much because you don't want to catch a cold issues. Yep. And lung issues. And it, it used to hurt when I would be outside. Yeah. Um, so this year when I saw how nice it was going to be, I thought, let's do it. And so it was, it was great. It was a a great first run. (laughs) Pam, uh, as far as those that give to um, cystic fibrosis um, of North Dakota, how do they do that? It, you know, it, it's simple as, hey, now you can just stop by here today. For you could. Maine. That's a really easy if it's a last-minute yes. uh, donation. If but- you want to pay especially by check, stop by. Um, Stop by this pop-up, and you can bring it, and it'll get to me. If you just go to givingheartsday.org and search for Cystic Fibrosis Association, it'll bring you right to our giving page. Um, you can even go to cfand.org, and that'll give you a button to take you right to Giving Hearts Day as well. Pam, thank you very much for what you're doing, and uh, Mandy, thanks for coming in. Nice to meet you today. Thanks so much. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on Superdoc 1270. We're broadcasting from the uh, Giving Hearts Day pop-up. Uh, 13thhat.com for events. Putting on a little event in the community here. Uh, Lots going on. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Things kick off at 5 o'clock, 5 till 7. Like I mentioned, Rick Ryder from our sister station, US 1033, will be here as well. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town with Steve Bakken. Weekday morning starting at 9 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 mobile app. Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken along with uh, a lot of great nonprofits and charities that are stopping by this morning and throughout the day as well. Uh, coming up this afternoon, uh, Rick Ryder from our sister station, US 1033, will be here broadcasting live to talk to a lot of other charities, all leading up to 5 o'clock when the pop-up party takes place, all part of Giving Hearts Day. Uh, ground Zero, first and 
first time that uh, it, they're actually having a location where everybody can stop in, business can stop in, uh, nonprofits can stop in, donors can stop in, organizations can stop in, and really celebrate what Giving Hearts Day means within the community. Joining us on the program right now, Amanda Godfrey uh, from Make-A-Wish, North Dakota. Amanda, thanks for coming in. Good morning, Steve. Thanks for having me. Uh, give us a little background. Uh, so Make-A-Wish, North Dakota, we, we see these stories that pop up in the news all the time, and it's like, oh, okay. But people really don't know the mechanism behind the scenes. There's a lot of work and a lot of fundraising that goes in to make uh, one of those wishes come true. And first of all, Tell us about who's eligible for the Yes, wishes. absolutely. So we serve kids who are two and a half years old all the way up to 18 years old that have been diagnosed with an illness that puts their life in jeopardy. Now, that doesn't necessarily mean terminally ill, but just that it, it kind of crashes that crosses that threshold into uh, life-threatening. So cancer, different nervous system disorders, um, uh hypoplastic left heart syndrome, um, different kinds of tumors, that type of thing. And so what I didn't realize when I first started for make, working for Make-A-Wish was how many children are impacted in just our state. So Make-A-Wish North Dakota, we just serve the four borders of our state. And every year, it's estimated that about 50, five, zero children are diagnosed with an illness like this. And so our goal is to reach every single one of those kids with a wish come true. And what the wish does is it kind of elevates them out of that heaviness, that darkness, that scared time of fighting for their life. A lot of these kids are in the hospital for weeks and months on end. And so to be able to bring some joy into their life and some freedom to think outside the box of that illness and to kind of rejuvenate their life, um, it's a really important part of their health journey. And so we're really grateful that we get to be able to do that for them. Rule of thumb, you don't know what the prognosis is in a lot of cases. Correct. It's, yeah, it, it, is it, it could be terminal. Correct. It, there could be a course of treatment, or that course of treatment could be very, very taxing on that child. But beyond the child, it's the family mm-hmm. as well, the parents, the extended family, grandma and grandpa. Um, it's amazing. I've talked to people that have had wishes fulfilled, and it's why we see the focus on the patient what it does behind the scenes for the family and just that little burden that's taken off because they're fighting for their child and seeing that little relief because they see that relief for their child they get a little respite from what they're going through it's it's one of those it's kind of an interesting multiplier. It, it, it it's is. Tenfold, twentyfold. It is. And you know, I think it's really great. A lot of times children wish for trips who live in our state because, you know, it's snowing today, so maybe going somewhere warm and fun sounds good. Sign me up. <laughs> <laughs> and when you wish for a trip, a lot of times the family that is going hasn't been able to do any type of family vacation for a long time because of the constraints of the illness, but the financial burden as well. And maybe they've been separated. Like I said, a lot of these kids are in the hospital for very long stays. And so they haven't been with brother or sister or maybe mom or dad, depending on, you know, one parent is maybe with them. The other parent is home with the other siblings. And so there's that great divide really and it puts pressure on everybody in the family, and it's and it's hard. And so to have that trip be a time for everybody to come back together and just have some carefree, united time together to just put the illness aside, put any other burdens that they have in their life aside, and just focus on fun and time together, that's it does incredible things for their ability to move forward, for their ability to kind of take that next step in the journey to, to health. 
You know, we live in a population center here in Bismarck, uh, Bismarck-Mandan area, and you don't think about that, but we're such a rural state. Somebody who has to travel and for medical care for that child, mm-hmm. and you're right, a lot of times families get split up. Both parents don't get to travel because and stay at the hospital with their child. Right. Because Somebody's got to take care of where they're coming from, the kids. Or the just home. go to work. I mean, you know, work. yep. I mean, there, there's a lot of different pieces that go into that. So the ability to give that little break, it, it's life-altering and, for a lot of these families. And even if it isn't a trip, sometimes there are things that children wish for, like a dog or like a backyard play set, or maybe it's some kind of, um, you know, entertainment center, like a PS4 or something in their house. That's, you know, obviously very different than a trip, but it can still be a real uniting factor for that family. It's something that they can all rally around and enjoy together and get benefit from. So there's so many different ways that these wishes help the kids directly. But to your point, they help siblings and parents and and extended family just as much. So... Typically in a, in a year, how many kids are you able to help? How many families are you able so to help? So our goal is always to reach that 50 number because that's the kind of guesstimate By that we have of how many will be diagnosed. And we want to reach every single eligible child. Um, we don't, it's, it's not a nomination process and a selection process. Basically, if you meet our three criteria, which are age range, two and a half to 18, you have an illness that qualifies and you have not already received a wish, you get in line with us at Make-A-Wish. And so we want to grant as many as we can as quickly and, um, you know, well as we can. And so every dollar that's donated today through Giving Hearts Day help us reach that one more child, that next child. And, you know, like I said, there's about 50 all around the state, but... This year, there happens to be more. There's, we're actually working with more than 70 kids right now, and there's about 20 just in Bismarck-Mandan alone, which is much, much higher. You know, I've worked uh, with Make-A-Wish for several years now, and usually we have like five or six kids in Bismarck-Mandan. I don't know why, but this year we have around 20. And so we just really want to make sure those kids all get reached in a, in a quick way, in a quality way, so that they get what they deserve and getting that boost to help fight their illness. Well, like you said, it's not necessarily terminal, but in a lot of these cases, you don't know. Exactly. And it is sort of first come, first serve, but you, again, you don't know. So trying to reach all the kids that make that list and meet that criteria, it's very important. Yep. They all deserve it, right? And so we just want to make sure that we have the funds to be able to grant each child's wish. Now, the average wish cost is $7,500 in cash. And then another just over $5,000 in in-kind donated goods, services, airline miles, that kind of thing. And so because every wish is different, right? A trip is different than a dog, is different than a boat, whatever it might be. But each one is just as important to that child. And so we know we have to raise enough money to be able to grant every single child's wish. And so, like I said, events like Giving Hearts Day today are hopefully going to allow us to reach about 10 to 15 more kids because of just today. You mentioned the in-kind side of that, and we're coming up against a break, but uh, the in-kind side is so important because yes, beyond the businesses and the generosity of the community and around North Dakota, um, there's also the in-kind side of stuff, whether it's, hey, somebody wants to go horseback riding. Or you, you work with a lot of different uh, companies and agencies and businesses around the state 
that are more than happy, more than willing to give of their resources to make that wish come true. Yes. Every single wish has some kind of in-kind component to it, whether it's an electrician giving of his time to help set up some lights, maybe in a, you know, backyard setup area that we have, or maybe it's a donated item. Like, um, we've had dogs that have been donated from different, you know, providers and things like that. So every single wish has some level of in-kind, which allows us to take the cash that we have donated and spread it that much further, extend it that much farther. So it really is critical to what we do. So one of the things with Giving Hearts Day, of course, you can give your time, you can give your resources, you can give your skills. Um, If somebody wants to reach out to make a wish directly uh, to, hey, I'm an electrician or I'm a plumber or, you know, if those skills help, how do they do that? How do they reach out to make a wish? So um, you can obviously reach us online anytime, which is wish.org slash North Dakota or um, social media. But you could call our office as well, 280-9474. And that's... We'll happily work with you any day of the year. <laughs> or you can go to givingheartsday.org uh, and uh, donate right there as well. Stop on in here today and, and drop off checks or donations or sign up for some of that in-kind or some of that skill set as well. Amanda, thanks for coming in. Thank you, Steve. Amanda Gottfried, uh, Make-A-Wish, North Dakota. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town, brought to you by... Big boy, just get in line. It moves fast. Benchmark Mortgage. Call Joe Sheehan, your mortgage planner, at 701-400-3926. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty. Peak Automotive and Service. And Silver Ranch. Request Super T. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken from the Giving Hearts Day pop-up, 402 East Main in Bismarck, right across from the depot, and a lot of hustle and bustle, uh, vacant storefront, and uh, they're turning into uh, ground zero for Giving Hearts Day today. The event starts at 5 o'clock. Rick Ryder will be over here uh, later this afternoon from our sister station, U.S. Country. And uh, we are here with uh, Jennifer Gruel from Heartview, and, uh, you know, for an organization within the community. Of course, friends of the show, we've had them on a lot. Jennifer, you guys uh, do a lot of work in a lot of different spaces. That's really a mission that's expanded over the years a lot. Definitely. I mean, we've been open since 1964. The issues we were seeing back then are obviously very different. Very different. To the fentanyl of today, overdoses and things like that. So if you were going to look at uh, what some of the biggest issues are, of course, we know uh, about in the past a lot of the different addiction issues, whether it's alcohol, different drugs, really fentanyl is different. It it is so, it's gotten into absolutely everything. How do you deal with that? Yeah, I think the hardest part is it's so deadly so a lot of awareness um also encouraging the community to have tools like narcan available in case they came across an overdose and then just with the potency of fentanyl it's really not something they can just grin and go through withdrawals by themselves so medication a lot of times is absolutely necessary 
So within the community here, what are we seeing as far as numbers? Because uh, I know they're in- on the rise. They, they've been rising. They're still rising. And there's some serious concerns. Absolutely. That the community has about it. Because you think about Bismarck, North Dakota, Mandan, North Dakota, Lincoln, North Dakota. And we're a bigger community within the state. But we're a rural state. So it, there's still that rural component. But... The point is, it's absolutely gotten everywhere. Absolutely. Um, Oh, I was trying to find the numbers, but I know Bismarck PD tracks overdoses just in Bismarck, and it has definitely spiked even from four or five years ago. Um, Off the top of my head, I think it's almost doubled the number of overdoses. Um, And then just in general, one in five North Dakotans have a substance use disorder. So the numbers are crazy if you think about... If you have a child in a class of 20, um, the number of kids that are affected uh, by a parent's substance use is incredible. You know, that's the other thing is how do you figure out how to break that cycle? And that begins with recovery. And that's where Heartview comes in. Right. Yes. If we can get an individual back in the community, um, we have some incredible stories on our website right now for Giving Hearts Day. They are taking, filling jobs in the community that are very needed by employers. They're getting their kids back. They're living normal lives and then hopefully breaking that cycle. Well, and beyond that, addiction affects so many people extended out because you mentioned the kids, but parents, grandparents, siblings of that person that's dealing with that addiction, um, it gets everywhere. Absolutely. And we just actually have a a free program that started back up this year. It's called the Heart Program. Um, You don't have to have any correlation with Heartview at all to attend. Um, It's every other Tuesday for two hours in the evening. And that's open to any friends or family that is affected. They're not addicted. Exactly. So that they know a, how to support the person, but also how to support themselves and draw boundaries and just help the whole um, conglomeration of people affected. Uh, as far as giving Hearts Day, of course, uh, a big part of the community, a big part of supporting what Heartview does. Uh, if people want to find out more or to give for Giving Hearts Day, how do they do that? Yeah, our website is actually the best place because we do have Dickinson, Candu, and Bismarck that are all participating. So if you go to our website, um, the links to donate to any of those three are right there big network heartview uh, consider them as one of the many charities to give to for this giving hearts day i'm steve bakken this is talk of the town on super talk 1270 broadcasting from the pop-up event for giving hearts day on super talk 1270 klxx am mandan bismarck a Town Square media station broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio. Now you can listen to Super Talk 1270 on Alexa. Hiya. Find out how at supertalk1270.com. Goodbye. It's time for. T- Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken, broadcasting from 402 East Main in Bismarck. 
uh, in the hustle and bustle of getting set up for the pop-up event today. Uh, of course, uh, today and this evening starts at 5 till 7. Uh, Rick Ryder from our sister station, US 1033, is going to be over here uh, broadcasting from 3 until 5 today. And then, of course, all the festivities start at 5 o'clock this evening for Giving Hearts Day, a little pop-up event. And uh, we're talking to some of the nonprofits all participating. We've got hundreds of nonprofits that participate in Giving Hearts Day. Uh, one of the big ones, uh, MSA United Way. Uh, Denise Fetiglaftis uh, joining us on the program. Denise, uh, uh, you know, we talk quite a bit with what uh, you guys do, um, but there's so many programs under the United Way. There's so many different nonprofits that benefit from the United Way. It, it's really important to have the United Way within the community um, because it's kind of a, a, a central warehouse for all these different nonprofits that you're able to help. That's exactly right. Thank you for bringing that up. United Way helps the entire community. So from infants to um, home, like homebound grandparents, we help everything in between. Um, if you, whatever tugs at your heart that you want to support, we can help you support that organization. And you guys work with a lot of different partnerships. You guys partner with a lot of different organizations, different businesses and communities to benefit a lot of these nonprofits. Absolutely. A couple of them is um, YouthWorks. They have the the homeless shelter for teens, for kids. Uh, that's really important to have with us. TR um, Heart for Soul um, helps people that have like autism and other things with horse therapy. Those are just two examples. Um, joining us also, uh, Woody from Gideon's Brewing, and uh, you, you're one of those businesses that you guys really pitch in and help. And you've got a couple different programs because United Way has a lot of programs. Uh, they have a lot of nonprofits they help, but you really focus in on two. Uh, one, you're raising money and awareness and supplies for the homeless shelter. You also focus on the backpack program as well. We do. Uh we love being able to be a part of the community in different ways, and United Way gives us that opportunity. With the backpack program, um, we feel it's vital to ensure that the kids, if nothing else, have one less thing to worry about, and that's having some sort of a meal, a snack to get them through the day. Uh, most of our time and attention is focused on doing what we can when we can to provide any help and support for that program. You know, one of the things with Gideon's Brewing, of course, uh, if you haven't been over there, some great, uh, great products locally brewed right here in Bismarck. Um, you're pitching in with this pop-up event because you're bringing over some beverages. We, we are. Uh, it's, it's nice to be able to, to hang your hat up and enjoy yourself, lounge, uh, have a couple of beverages. And so we were happy to be able to support it by helping support the people who are supporting these programs um, and the Giving of Hearts so what are you working on right now? Because you guys are, uh, as far as people coming in and, and being able to donate at Gideon's, how do they do that? And what are you guys uh, supporting at the moment? So we do have um, signage up right now. So if you come in, you're able to just scan a QR code. It'll take you right in to being able to directly donate to um, the homeless shelter and or the backpack program. You can specify which programs you want um, to donate to. Uh, we do have an event coming up on June 13th. Um, this one's going to be raising money for United Way as well. Um, it's a charity golf tournament. Um, we will have signups going up for that here soon. So it's just a way to have fun while benefiting your community. 
Want to find out more about how they're pitching in? Just stop into Gideon's Brewery. Uh, where are you guys located at, for those that don't know? We are downtown um, in the heart of Bismarck at 107 North 5th Street. Right around the corner from where we are right now, uh, 402 East Main uh, at this pop-up event. And, Denise, uh, I want to talk a little bit about a little special something you guys have got going on with MSA United Way today. Uh, because part of Giving Hearts Day, you've got a matching program going. Because a great way to give for Giving Hearts Day and then watch those dollars go further. Yes, we're so excited. We have a match today. So, for example, we feed six, over 1,600 children with a backpack program. It's $5 for one weekend of food for one child. So if you donate $5, that's $10. You're actually going to be feeding two kids for a weekend. So it doesn't take a lot to make a difference for a child in our, in our community. We're really excited about that. Some of the numbers behind that, too, because I don't think people realize how important that backpack program is for a lot of kids. And more than people can imagine, for a lot of kids, the meals they get at school are the meals they get during the week. Well, what do you do on the weekend? You know, Saturday and Sunday rolls around or a long weekend uh, with a holiday or summer you know, where's that meal coming from? Where's that nutrition coming from? And the backpack program is a great supplement for a lot of kids and families in need. And that's so correct. So the money stays here in the community. There's over 27 schools in Bismarck Mandan for the 1,600 kids who get the food. And then we also feed the children in the summer with our, with our park summer program for children to be able to eat. Uh, children without food suffer from food insecurities. They suffer from mental stress, which affects them being able to learn. So it's we couldn't do this without our community support. We, we couldn't. And we are, we are so, so grateful for the help. Talk a little bit about uh, some of the partnerships, because MSA United Way has some great partnerships, whether it's filling those backpacks or, you know, some of the service groups that are out there. You rely on the community, not just for the financial side of that, to, to pay for the things that go into those backpacks or just for that. But people, if you want to give up your time, um, that's another great place for a partnership. Maybe uh, you don't have the, the financial means to, to make a big donation, but... Maybe you got a few hours in a week. Uh, somebody's got to fill those backpacks. There's there's other ways to help. Absolutely. Such a great question. Just last night, Missouri River uh, Baseball, uh, Bismarck's Naturals team, uh, the boys, 60 of them, and girls packed 1,600 bags of food for us. Wow, um, awesome. Another a, a company gave them money, which is $8,000 it costs us, and they, as volunteers, packed it up. So if you want to volunteer, volunteering your time is priceless. We need you. You just call us at 255-3601, or you go to givinghearts.org, look up MSA United Way, and not only can you donate for a match, you can also sign up to volunteer. What are some of the other programs? Because uh, we know about the shelter. We know about the backpack program, a couple of big ones. But uh, the relationship with a lot of different nonprofits, um, you really support the other nonprofits in the community as well. Absolutely. So we have over 34 programs with 19 nonprofits in the Bismarck Mandan area that we support um, here in Bismarck. Uh, so the uh, we do the uh, ment mentor program uh, so children can have a mentor. Um, we have, I mentioned Youth Works before. The Burley County Senior Center feeds over 300 homebound seniors every day. They need volunteers to do that. We support that program as well. Uh, once again, uh, if people want to get in on the match today, 
too bad you can't match time. But I know. Because <laughs> really, I, I cannot stress enough how important just giving of a couple hours a week really means for a lot of different operations out there within the community. And, and uh, MSA United Way, one of the great places is you can get that service group or maybe that team building opportunity with an office. Um, if, if you're looking for something to do, reach out to MSA United Way. Uh, they'll find a place to put you to work. Yep, absolutely. And we can even connect you with another partner organization that you may want to volunteer with. Just give us a call and we will help you. Uh, once again, as far as Giving Hearts Day, to get in on the match? Um, go, go to givingheartsday.org website and look up MSA United Way. Or you can call us and we can help you, 255 3601. MSA United Way, one of the many nonprofits uh, to benefit from Giving Hearts Day, which is taking place today. We're broadcasting live from 402 East Main in Bismarck, right across from the depot. Uh, a pop-up Giving Hearts Day event uh, put on by events at 13thhat.com. Uh, great event, first-time event, and uh, a great central location for a lot of nonprofits and a lot of donors to come together. Of course, uh, the big uh, event is taking place from 5 until 7 tonight. Make sure you stop on down. This is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town, brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line. It moves fast. Benchmark Mortgage. Call Joe Sheehan, your mortgage planner, at 701-400-3926. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, and Silver Ranch. Super Talk. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Ogden, broadcasting from 402 East Main in Bismarck, all part of Giving Hearts Day today. Uh, we're having a Giving Hearts Day pop-up event that's uh, going to be taking place from 5 until 7. And uh, joining us uh, on the program, uh, Tammy King and Lois from Bridging the Dental Gap. And for those that may not know, Tammy, uh, you know, you and I have talked in the past, but uh, for those that may not know, Bridging the Dental Gap, what, what is the role within the community? Uh, Bridging the Dental Gap is a our uh, nonprofit dental clinic uh, that serves the people of Bismarck Mandan, but we've also um, kind of gone across the state um, because uh, expanded ex- program that's expanded. It, the needs there. The needs there because there's not a whole lot of dentists that are taking med- North Dakota Medicaid right now, so we we are. Um, but we um, our mission is to provide access to dental care. Um, is basically what it's for. So we help people with Medicaid, um, those who are underinsured, uninsured, and the low-income population. And anybody that goes to the dentist on a regular basis that uh, may not have dental insurance knows that dental care is very pricey, but it's also one of the most important parts for your health. It, It starts with oral health. So if you don't have good oral health, you're susceptible to a lot of other conditions. Exactly. And I don't think a lot of people realize that. Um, One of the things that we do when um, patients come into our clinic, um, those 18 and over, we do a blood pressure check on everybody um, because we know the importance of dental care and um, the the health of your whole entire body. Um, So we do a lot of referrals um, for high blood pressure, the people that don't even know that they have high blood pressure. Um, So we do a lot of referrals to their 
a primary care physician or to um, other clinics in town. When you're looking at trying to reach out to susceptible parts of the community and, and susceptible populations, um, Lois, how do you do that outreach? Where, where do you, because I know you work closely with a lot of different places here within the Bismarck Mandan area. Uh, Dream Center comes to mind. Uh, you guys actually uh, spend some time over there. Yes, we usually go to the Dream Center once a month. We have oral hygiene kits for the re- people that come in for lunch, answer any questions that they may have. We also do the Family River Walk. We've done coats for kids with the Salvation Army. Also, we'll be doing a little pop-up at um, Wachter, their next um, parent-teachers conference, I think that it is. So anybody that has any need for us to come and visit or set up a booth, uh, we are more than welcome to do that. So when you're looking at at-risk populations, uh, you know, in my mind, it kind of breaks down to uh, a senior population, um, a population that may be homeless or underinsured or financially at risk, um, and then kids. Uh, are those kind of the three areas that you try to focus on? Yes, they are. Um, hopefully in the future here, we will be able to do some nursing home residents and also last year we made sure that every child that was on the backpack for kids program that would receive food that they had an oral hygiene kit that went in the last backpack of the school year and that is our goal this year is to make sure that every child that is on that backpack program would get another oral hygiene before they ended school year how important is it reaching out into the schools and, and getting that opportunity to get into the schools because um you don't always think about, okay, well, kids in school being at risk, but there is a large population, a large segment that really are. Yes, there is a large population of children that don't get um, oral hygiene care, and it is very important that we make ourselves apparent that we are open for them and to help them get the resources that they need. That's one of the things that we should be starting to focus on a little bit more. It's been a long journey getting there, but um, starting to get there. And when you get into that habit of good oral care at a young age, that's something you carry with you your entire life. So the importance of getting out to those kids, I can imagine, is just unbelievable. Yes, and I've heard back from the backpack program that they were so excited to get those oral hygiene kits. So we just want to keep that excitement going and that they realize that it is important to take care of their whole body and just getting more visible into the community. Tammy, uh, you mentioned uh, a, a program that's really expanded across the state. Uh, you know, That's a, a growth that you guys have filled in very quickly over the last several years because the need's there. It is. Um, right now we are, well, in 2023, um, we averaged uh, 135 new patients per month which is incredible. Um, And I'm thinking that 2024 is only going to get higher um, because the need is out there. Right now, um, as of December 1st, we had patients in every single county in the state except for two. Um, So they are finding out about us across the state, um, and they are very excited that we take Medicaid. Um, So we just want to be there for, for everybody. Um, but, you know, for the most part, our patients are in the Bismarck Mandan area. So as far as the, uh, the North Dakota Medicaid, uh, what's the solution for that? Because uh, as a nonprofit, uh, you're, you guys are filling a role, but 
those tend to be a, a short-term stopgap methodology. How do you fix that? Is that a legislative issue in North Dakota? Is how, how do you go through the process of making sure that people are receiving the care that they need? That's a very good question. Um, it's, <laughs> Sorry to put um, you on the spot, yeah, but, um, but what, what's the so, picture? Well, actually, um, there's a North Dakota Oral Health Coalition, um, and it's statewide. And there's a lot of people from the state, from um, private practice, from uh, public health, the federally qualified health care centers. Um, we've got stakeholders across the board, and we're trying to figure that out. Um, it's it's not for it's not that the private practice um, it, it's not that they don't want to it's just that there's such a huge need and that there's only so much people can do. Um, well, and as a business, if you're giving away all your services and because I, I I know so many dentists that they dedicate a certain percentage of charity work. But if it's all charity work, that you're not keeping it, the doors open, and who are you really helping? So right. there needs to right. be a bigger picture solution because, honestly, in the best case scenario, you're out of work. Right. <laughs> I mean, right. Really, I mean that's yep. that's the point of a nonprofit is they want to get out of work. And if and I don't think we ever will, thank gosh. But um, if we could get others to take a few patients here and there, um, that would be great. Now, I do think um, the Medicaid um, rate, um, reimbursement rate, um, is not great, and that's probably a, a you know legislative thing. Um, but that's what the North Dakota whole Coalition is is working on too. One of the focuses with Giving Hearts Day is it's, yes, the, the financial piece and being able to give some of those resources, but the time piece, the time resources, uh, or in-kind, um, you know, when you're talking about specifics of dental care, you know, those are professionals, and there's a lot of people out there that want to give back. How does a dentist or uh, reach out for some of that health care, that oral health care? Uh, how do they reach out to Bridging the Dental Gap if they want to get involved? We will certainly take volunteers. Uh, right now, we um, our staff is all paid. Um, but we would certainly take volunteers coming in. Um, we have a couple of um, people that come in a couple times of a month. Um, and they give us a morning here or a Friday here. And that's very helpful for us. So that's one way. Um, we can always use um, donated uh, toothbrushes, toothpaste, um, things like that. Um, we could use a volunteer um, with helping us with outreach or with our uh, front desk duties. Um, so every, anybody could, could help if they, if they um, so choose to. How do they contact you? They can contact us, uh, Bridging the Dental Gap. Uh, we are at uh, 1223 South 12th Street. Our number is 701-221-0518. Tammy Miller, uh, or uh, Tammy King. <laughs> Sorry about that. Uh, Tammy King joining us, uh, Bridging the Dental Gap. Also, Lois, thanks for coming in today. Um, we are at the pop-up event, 402 East Main. Uh, this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Bakken, weekday morning starting at 9 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 mobile app.
Welcome back to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve broadcasting from the pop-up event for Giving Hearts Day, 402 uh, East Main in Bismarck, uh, right across from the depot building. Uh, make sure you stop on out a little bit later on today. They're in the process of uh, turning this place into uh, an incredible space, all because of you and everybody who's giving for Giving Hearts Day, whether uh, uh, you're a nonprofit, a charity that's benefiting from Giving Hearts Day, or uh, a business, a service group, uh, a, a great place to come and celebrate everything that the nonprofits do in our community here through Giving Hearts Day and around the community year-round. Joining us for the program right now, Michelle Erickson with the Abused Adult Resource Center. Uh, thanks for coming in today. Thanks for having me. Uh, give us a little background. Uh, Abused Adult Resource Center, and we think about kids uh, quite often being abused. We think about right. different facets, but Explain for those that don't know what the mission of the Abused Adult Resource Center is. Sure. Um, the Abused Adult Resource Center has been around for almost 50 years now and uh, started out providing services to domestic violence victims. And then we've added sexual assault victims, human trafficking, stalking over the years. So our mission is really to like provide the resources to people to get out of those situations and move into situations that aren't unhealthy and unsafe and and just go forward with what they need and and be productive adults i'm glad you bring that up because we think most often um if you think about abused adults you think about a domestic violence situation but there's so much more to that right yeah there's i mean it's not just what you think of as being like assaulted and beaten up it's it's emotional abuse there's financial abuse there's isolating that person from their family and friends there's a lot of different dynamics that go into it and it's just important that people know that there's resources out there to get them out of those situations so what are the resources who should reach out to the abused adult resource center what's out there for or what situations or scenarios are you looking at that you're trying to help people so really anything where somebody's feeling unsafe or in a relationship that's toxic and they just need some ideas on how to be safer or how to leave that situation um, many times when people do leave those situations they're coming to us with nothing so they don't take their IDs they don't take clothes they don't take meds and so we want to be able to just say come to us and we'll help you figure it out more often than not a situation where you need to get out now for your safety and you know the things that you have the the things you should bring with you for uh your survivability you don't have the time for that you, you're, you're getting out of a bad Correct. situation right right in a lot of cases you work with law enforcement that for referrals um as well because somebody that's in that situation it's kind of a fight or flight moment. a lot of the time and it's definitely flight. get out right. because you're not safe in this situation so that's where people come to you and really try to find the resources what resources are out there what uh, because again a bigger issue than people think about i mean some of the numbers that people that need the help you don't think about there's a lot out there. Right. Uh, last year, I mean, we had a pretty significant increase in our numbers, too. Um, you know, we had over 1,400 victims that we worked with all together, which was about 112 more than the year before. Um, a 25% increase in sexual assaults, which was 
alarming. Um, but yeah, we do everything from safety planning to emergency shelter, transitional shelter. We help people get into their own apartments. Uh, we'll help furnish those from Seeds of Hope, which is also part of our program. And we can help with protection orders. We can help find legal resources. Um, we have an apartment building. So it's kind of full circle. Whatever people are needing, we'll meet them where they're at and we'll help them figure out what they need to do to get out of those situations. And you guys keep ha- adding services uh, and it's because of where the need is so you've you've kind of been very flexible and have pivoted you you mentioned the apartment building and and some other the resources that are out there um you've had to adapt over that 50 years oh for sure yeah um and we're at a point now where we have about 80 staff members and operate out of five buildings so we have a lot to offer and it's it's literally everything, and if we can't do it, we will try to figure out a way to do it. So if people need transportation or they need, you know, diabetic medication, we're going to help figure that out for them so they don't have to go back to those situations that they were slightly comfortable in. So when you're looking at uh, who should reach out, I mean, do you rely on law enforcement? Do you rely on word of mouth? How do you get that message out there that no if you need to get out of that relationship or or you do you're in a position that yeah isn't healthy how do people know about you we have several ways people can contact us we're staffed 24 7 with our crisis line so we have a 800 number um 866-341-7009 people show up at our door Uh, we're located at 218 west broadway uh law enforcement brings them to us um they can call email we have a chat available uh, Monday through Thursdays from 12 to 6, noon to 6. Um, so, yeah, our website, abusedadultresourcecenter.com, sort of lists all of the needs and also how you can get a hold of us. As far as um, that outreach side, because, um, you know, spreading the word, um, events like Giving Hearts Day, very important for that. Absolutely. Um, you know, in, in the resources you guys bring in, very important uh, because... Like I said, your mission and, and needs have grown over the last 50 years. You've been very nimble and, and had to pivot where the need is. You're, you're, you're following what do we need to do? Where does somebody need help? Right. Um, you mentioned that those numbers are rising. And, and I'm always cognizant of the fact that we're still not fully out of some of the things that changed with COVID. That, that changed a lot of things as right. people were isolated and people were... Right. Have you seen some of those numbers following that a little bit? So I think when COVID first started, honestly, we were pretty quiet. And I think that was because people were, again, isolated with the offending person and couldn't reach out for help or leave their house or they lost their jobs and they were at home and dependent on that other person. Um, I think we're still seeing a little bit of that, but I think we're coming out of it and people are starting to reach out more for help. And as far as the increase in sexual assaults, I think that's part of it. I think more people have reached out for help and they're seeing our services that are available and knowing they can come to us and get direction. So, yeah. Um, As far as Giving Hearts Day, okay, so where do the resources go? I mean, what are you looking for? Because it's not only the financial side, there's volunteer opportunities, there are... Um, supplies, in-kind donations. Right. Where's the key need right now for you guys? So what we're doing this year for our theme is is writing new life lyrics. And so we want people to understand that when they leave those situations, they have the ability to write their own new song going forward. You know, let's figure out what you need, what you want, and let's get you to that place. Um, 
you know, when people move out of our shelters, we help them furnish their apartments. Um, we need to help people get their IDs. We need to get social security cards, all of those things that people don't always realize. Maybe we take for granted they're in our wallet and nobody's ripped them up and taken them away from us. But in some situations, that's what happens. And then we'll help them replace those things. So either givingheartsday.org and look for the uh, Abused Adult Resource Center or going directly to your guys' website or yep. reaching out to you guys. How do they contact yes. you? Um, our main number is 222-8370. And um, again, you could stop at our office too at 218 West Broadway if you want to drop off a donation. And we also have a needs list on our website. So any of those things that's are nice. helpful. That, that, that's yeah. nice because yeah. a lot of people are like, hey, how can I help? Right. And when you have that needs list And right volunteers, website, of course, yep, always. Always <laughs> volunteers. Uh, you know, and that's the thing. If you can't give of your financial uh, resources, time is almost as just as or sometimes Absolutely. more important than the financial side of things. So right. a lot of different ways to help. Michelle, thanks for coming in today. Yeah, thank you. Uh, we're broadcasting live from the pop-up event until uh, 11 o'clock today. Uh, of course, things get going 5 till 7 tonight with all of the nonprofits and donors and businesses and people giving. Uh, make sure you stop on out. Rick Ryder is going to be here this afternoon from our sister station, uh, US 1033. I'm Steve Bach, and this is Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. Talk of the Town, brought to you by Big Boy. Just get in line, it moves fast. Benchmark Mortgage. Call Joe Sheehan, your mortgage planner, at 701 400 3926. Dakota Pharmacy and Dakota Natural Health Center. We're here to help you stay well. Trademark Realty, Peak Automotive and Service, and Silver Ranch. Um. Super Talk. Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. You're tuned to Talk of the Town on Super Talk 1270. I'm Steve Bakken, broadcasting live from the pop-up event for Giving Hearts Day, 402 East Main in Bismarck, right across from the depot. Uh, big event going to be taking place from 5 until 7 tonight. Make sure you stop on out. Uh, if you're a donor, you're giving, your service group, you're involved with Giving Hearts Day, uh, this is the time, this is the place, uh, this is an opportunity to uh, be celebrated. First uh, year we've done this, uh, all part of... 13thhat.com uh, events at 13thhat.com Deidre Hillman uh, putting this on it's going to be a great event uh, for out the community and uh, one of the uh, many nonprofits you can donate to for Giving Hearts Day is uh, the Bizman Mentor Squad joining us uh, Deanna Larson mm -hmm. Deanna tell us a little bit about Mentor Squad we've had you on the radio before but uh, for those that may not be familiar with the program what right. is the Mentor Squad for? Our mission is to improve the lives of children through mentoring through one-on-one -on -one mentoring so and and they, they need that today. They need they that really today, need that big today. time. Kids need a lot of guidance, social skills. You know, we're trying to teach character. We're trying to teach responsibility. We want them to succeed and be successful in our community. So formerly Big Brothers, Big Sisters, we've been in our community since the 70s. And people may be familiar with that. Yes. They may not yes. be familiar with the Bizman Mentor Yes, Squad. so it's the same program, just a different name. So just we're, a different name? Yes, we're doing the same kind of thing. So what are some of the uh, events you do as far as mentoring? Because there's a lot yes. of different avenues that people can pitch in because they're like, Okay, well, I, yeah, I, I don't know anything about kids. But, yes. But you can give back. You can mentor in a yes. lot of different ways. Yes. So we serve kids age 6 to 16 years old. Um, and if you don't want to directly mentor, you could help with an event or you could donate money or goods or different things like that. 
so what are some of the needs? Well, we always need mentors um, and we always need financial support and, you know, like an event planning or help with help with different events that we have coming up. And a lot of ways things to pitch like in. That. Yes, a lot of ways to pitch in. So as far in. as the mentors, what, uh, are, are there yes. specific spaces in mentoring that you're looking for? Specific spaces, meaning? Well, so, okay, I, I, I build things. Or okay, I, I'm, sure, yes. I'm handy. Yes, um, absolutely, or, yes. Because, because the, the one thing with mentoring is teachable moments yes That's absolutely it's about yes. the teachable moments so, yes it is um you know what's your skill set you're looking yes. for to be a mentor you know we're not looking for a, a lot of skills necessarily it's just things that you usually quality like time. to do yeah quality time hey, a lot I of like guys around fishing. here yeah fishing and hunting like and hunting. handyman I, I like skills those kinds of things yes like tinker on my car yes absolutely you connect a child yes that, is looking because it's about making the right pairing as well. Absolutely, it dirt certainly is because you're you know you're a partnership with the child and the parent and the mentor. We had an older gentleman who found an old lawnmower last year, fixed it up, got this 13 year old his own lawn mowing business. That kind of stuff is what we're looking to do for him. You know, for That's kids. A cool story. Yeah, isn't it? So he helped him with the customer base and taught him about you know responsibility and making your own money and managing it. I don't know. All of those things. I had a friend that used to uh, collect old bicycles and then rebuild the bikes. And, and oh, nice. I'm like, hey, why don't you look at trying to mentor some kids to do this? Yeah. And he got into a mentoring program. And now that's part of what he does, Great. giving back and for needy kids, nice. giving bikes. And, hey, and it's some win -win. kids get, yeah, yeah. He, he gets to mentor kids, uh, d d providing a skill set for them to help out with what he has a passion for. Yeah. No doubt. See, that kind so of thing. So there's a lot of different spaces yes. that you can. So as far as the Giving Hearts Day, because you guys uh, uh, are looking for a lot of donations of time. You mentioned the financial yes. side of stuff. Yes. Where's that split from, okay, I'm going to give time mm -hmm. and uh, I'm going to give financial resources. Right. What's the breakdown? What are you looking for as far as what's more important? Is it the time, the money, a combination thereof? <laughs> I guess it's a combination of all that. Or maybe helping us recruit mentors or people in your life you think would make a good mentor. So it's really a, it's a one-year commitment and the minimum guideline is to get together for four hours a month. So it's really four hours a month is really not a lot of time, especially no. if you like kids. And it works best when you kind of incorporate them into your own family life. Like we have some mentors with kids of their own and they do the one-on-one -on -one stuff with the child, but they also incorporate them into their family life, which is great. What's the criteria for being a mentor? So we ask for a one-year commitment that you live in Bismarck Mandan for at least three months, uh, pass the background checks and the references and that kind of thing. And then, like I said, the four hours a month is what we're, we're looking for. And a lot of them do a couple hours every week, but as far as the school-based side, mm -hmm, of that, so mm -hmm. tell us about that because that, there's a that's a little different mentorship. Right, that's a different mentorship. So that's more high school and college kids who are looking to help out over at Dorothy Moses during their after-school program time. So they're helping with things like respect and following the rules and helping with extra homework, like specifically in math and science, that kind of thing. Helping them get up to speed. So not a lot of constraints when it comes to being able to give back or be a mentor. Right. Yeah, absolutely. How do people get a hold of you if they want to find out more information? So our website is bizmanmentorsquad.com or they can call our office at 222-0797. Look at our Facebook page. Or you can go to bizmanmentorsquad.org yeah. and donate right there and uh, help out a lot of great kids in the community. Thanks for joining us today. Thank you, Steve. Uh, Deanna Larson with the Bizman...
Talk of the Town. Weekday morning starting at 9 on Super Talk 1270 and the free Super Talk 1270 mobile app. KLXX AM, Mandan Bismarck, a Town Square media station, broadcasting from the View Community Credit Union Studio.